It's time for Living Your Purpose, a motivational and inspirational podcast with Peter and Joyce Nielsen. Hey everybody, it's Peter and Joyce Nielsen for Living Your Purpose podcast. Welcome. We are just overjoyed that you are here week after week. Every Thursday, we have this podcast and we've been hearing some great feedback from a lot of people. Even your uh, Aunt Mary and different people, they just enjoy listening to it. And My cousin Kimmy, shout out to you. <laughs> yeah, and that's what it's all about. And you know, it's it's pretty beautiful when God entrusts you with a platform that's not yours, but his. And part of your purpose is to do his good works. And that is really what this podcast is all about. And if I had to title it, it would be um, operating in God's love is more difficult than you may think. And here, I'm a believer, and I'm just speaking to people, you know, I mean, I have a lot of background in theology over the last 30 years, but um, living in Christ, um, who's who's my personal Savior, um, it's impossible. I fall short every day. We all do. There's no perfect person. But when you get out of your own way, get your head out of your butt, and you allow God to operate in you, you'd be amazed on how things start flowing, things start clicking, relationships start blossoming. Um, When you get jaded, desensitized, and you try to do it with your own strength, your own might, um, a lot of times it's like, how is it working out for you? It's exhausting. It's exhausting to be um, defensive, defiant, um, just constantly trying to, you know, explain yourself. The beautiful thing is, you know, and I'm not getting, I'm not getting holy on anybody here, but the, the beautiful thing is that the big, the, the the great big book called the Bible, Jesus never one time explained when people were questioning him. He never explained why he was doing something, how he was doing something. He just, sometimes the best response is no response, but then there's this little area called free will, which we all have, and our flesh, our emotions (laughs) get in the way a lot, right? And it happens to the best of us. It guilty. happens guilty. <laughs> so guilty. It happens to the best of us. <laughs> yes. But you know, and, and I could say this, and the reason why Joyce and I wanted to do this, and actually, babe, it was your idea. It it was, yes. You know, and the reason why we wanted to do this and we were actually in our truck and we were driving home and she said this would be a great topic. And um I'm not surprised because God brings people together to truly help one another to pay it forward. And we'll be married two years uh, this July. We'll be together three years this June. And we're constantly learning. My daughter said it best when she was young. (laughs) Erica, I got to give Erica, Erica Marie, I got to give you some credit where credit is due. Erica would say to me, Dad, you speak in front of thousands of people on stage. Your TV show is in front of millions of people, but no one's talking back to you. 
you're just talking to this box. Everything sounds good. You do 40 takes and it looks perfect. She says, but once you get into the situation of real life and you start having relationships with humans instead of just having animals, big animals, I've had neo-mastiffs and big Great Danes. I've been divorced for almost 20 years and she was so right because what you think about yourself, your perception, <laughs> is truth to you. But then all of a sudden when life happens and you're with another human being and they call you to the mat or the things that are quarantined that have hurt you in the past show up, you have either that fight or flight. So I come from the streets of Brooklyn, man, and it's like I, I'm embarrassed to say this, but when I was 18 to 23 years old, I loved a good fight. I mean, I, if, if I knew someone was after me, I'd go to their doorbell and I would literally track them down because I don't want anybody coming after me. Bring it on. But as I matured and as the, <laughs> as the old me was crucified, died, I accepted Christ into my life, a new creation was present. And every day I have to work on that. And that's what we want to talk about. Because all of you, you could have the greatest marriages, greatest business. You could have millions of dollars in the bank. You could, you could, you could make your Instagram look like it's, it's the cat's meow. But when all the cameras are off and you are just dealing with each other, you need to listen to what I call your spirit. Some people call it your intuition. Some people call it your gut. I call it your, your spirit. It will never lie to you. It will always tell you the difference between right and wrong. And what I've learned, I've never loved anyone the way I love you. And what I've learned is that sometimes, well, the only person, really, the only person in my life, <laughs> I've had a lot of yes people in my life. <laughs> I know, and I say this, please understand, I'm coming from a source of humility, um, humbleness. I know how good I am in certain areas. I want someone to tell me how I could do better. <laughs> this He's woman, pointing at me for people that are listening to this and not watching this right, on YouTube. Exactly. <laughs> this woman who's barely 113 pounds, she literally calls me to the mat oh. like Mount Everest. And what it does is sometimes it gets me riled up because I love her. I'm not going to dishonor her. I may get quiet. I may need my alone time with God. I may even need a good night's sleep. And then during the night, God works on my heart. When I wake up, I realize that what she said, there's a lot of truth to. No. Her presentation could be maybe better. My time. presentation sometimes can really suck. I'm just going to put it all out there. I, I could be a spitfire. I could be, you know, my my emotions probably are one of my biggest assets because I love passionately um, and, and I'm fiercely loyal. But at the same time, my emotions can be my biggest downfall because 
a lot of the times I will let them get the best of me and I will speak from emotion before I will let it process and and reflect it in a loving godly way and I'll be in yes I've slammed doors and and I've been overcome with emotion and I raised my voice and I may have walked away from a conversation once or twice um, well, you know what it does and we were talking about this and I love you so much <laughs> God brings people together in business, in your personal life, in marriage, to help grow you, to help heal you, to help love you. He's perfect for me in that way. <laughs> you know, and 20 years ago, you know, I probably would have just, we probably wouldn't have worked because I was like her more and I blew up bridges to amazing relationships a lot of good men friends that wanted to help me in business I just have a trust issue there's two types of people there's the person that trusts everybody and then there's a the person that trusts no one until they prove indifferent that's me and um, but once I trust somebody like I trust you I'll lay my life down for you. But the reason why it was important for us to really reach out and be this vulnerable is because there's people right now that are ready to give up. There's people right now that have walked out on pretty fabulous relationships or businesses because of feelings. Feelings will come and go. You know, that's why it's like, if you think about it, even 1 Corinthians, when, when uh, you know, Apostle Paul, who was a Christ hater, just literally spewed and killed people that were following Jesus, he became the most profound writer of the New Testament. I would say three quarters of the New Testament is written by Apostle Paul. And the way he defines God's love is it's not rude. It's not judgmental. You keep no scores of right or wrong. And the beautiful thing is that love is not just a feeling. Yeah, there's endorphins going and there's just amazing neurotransmitters that are just <laughs> when you know when you feel that attraction that comes and goes. But as it says in the great book, love is a choice. What do we do every day? We make that choice to love each other, no matter how far under each other's skin we are. <laughs> and, and we work together yeah. and, and we choose each other and we work past it. And grow. And, and, and actually, grow and actually it becomes more of an intimate relationship instead of what the enemy wants to do to devour you. A great friend of mine, um, Pastor Shelley Alley, he said something to me as well as my 
spiritual dad, Pastor Paul Bershey, they said, the devil's not that smart. He will use your blessings and try to turn them around to destroy you. What she just said, one of her amazing gifts is she's so free-spirited. She's so passionate about adventure in life. She's so full of God's light and love. She is just an amazement to be around. If you take that energy and you channel it wrong, which the enemy tries to do, it's a disaster. It's chaotic. It's full of drama and toxicity. It has nothing to do with God. So when that happens, and, and, and please forgive me if you just got married or if you've had five years of just bliss. It's not if it's going to happen. It will happen. God has promised us that he will be with us, but he's never promised us smooth sailing. He said it will be rough at times, but I will be with you. So all I'm saying to each and every one of you is when those moments have and come, bring it to the throne. You know, some people may unsubscribe today. Some people may go, oh, I'm turning this off. But the crazy thing is, and I'm talking to you, if you want to go around that block another 120 times, go do it. And my analogy is God is like going to be right at the corner of that cliff and say, you silly boy or girl, I'll be here when you get back. I don't want to go around that mountain again. My time is limited. All of our time is numbered. We all have expiration dates. So, you know, what would you say, because I have a mouthful to say, but what would you say as... I need to say this to her, and, and you know, she may be even a little perturbed what I'm about to say. She, I've never seen a person grow. I've never seen a person want to learn more than you. You may, you're sassy, and I love every, every part of you, every part of you. It's just the most amazing experience, relationship, human being that I've ever dealt with. You'll never get bored with her, that's for sure. <laughs> but I've watched her regroup. I've watched her do a take two. I watched her send me a love note and say, I want to grow with you. I want I want you to grow with me. I want us to mentor each other. I want to learn. When you have a person that says that, you have everything. You could have everything materialistically or everything that you think is important. And if you have a person that's checked out or has one eye over here and one eye over there or is playing the field or is, or is looking for what's the best next thing on a, on a dark, rainy day. <laughs> Today is a dark, snowy day. But it, the relationship will erode. But if you have someone in business or a spouse in a marriage that wants to grow, that will come back and say, you know something, I could have said that better. I love you. I choose you. 
I want you in our family forever. What else can you ask for? That's where you need to get to. So I, I ask you a question, you know, and I put you on the spot, but it's like, what would be applications for people that maybe shoot from their hip and they don't do that five or 15 second rule where they take a deep breath <laughs> and they maybe take a time out? I'm still practicing that. And so I grew up in a, in an unstable environment in the sense of a lot of what we are today can stem from what you were modeled as a child in the environment you grew up in. And um, Peter and I actually both grew up in a little bit of chaotic environments. Yep. And in my household, there's a lot of um, heated arguments, people leaving the houses, doors slamming, sometimes name calling, um, and you never really knew what was going to happen from one minute to the next as a child to watch your parents argue. And when I ventured out onto my own at a very early age because I wanted to leave that environment, um, you kind of had to learn to condition yourself to break the habits that you've seen that were modeled to you. So mm -hmm. even still nowadays, um, you know, emotions are my biggest challenge. And as much as I fiercely love and I'm passionate and I and, and I display so much warmth and light, when something upsets me, I still have to check myself and zip my lips and <laughs> take the time out. But I, I've learned, and I'm still learning, because I, I still am not perfect. I still don't do it 100%. But sometimes if something's really bothering me or he's saying something that I just can't agree with, and I'm literally climbing outside of my skin, and I just don't even want to hear what he has to say, or I feel like I'm going to explode, rather than walk away and slam the door, I'll be like, you know, honey, I am feeling overwhelmed. I need a time out. I need to regroup, collect my thoughts so that I can be calm and really let sink in the point he's trying to tell me. And I think that's what we mean by operating in God's love isn't as easy as you think it could be because a lot of the times you just want to be like, F it, you know, I'm out of here. <laughs> Not ending the relationship, but just like, you know, with a, with a friendship or with a job or, or anything in life, sometimes you can just feel so overwhelmed or people disappoint you or things don't go your way. And, and what we're talking about today is really learning to love on somebody even when they're having their worst moments and offering that grace and forgiveness to allow them to redeem themselves when they may have hurt your feelings and said something that they could have said a lot better. Even if the the point later you realize was right, maybe their presentation sucked. And but you gotta work together to get past that and you learn patience and you learn growth. And um, I, that um, truly is my biggest challenge and it and we just felt I guess being vulnerable here that's something that we know 
that I can't be the only one. I know a lot of you out there are going to be struggling with that too. And during the holidays, sometimes it can be extra stressful. stressful. And you're dealing with that even more. And we just wanted to really relate to people like you're not the only ones and it is yeah. possible. And we're, and we're far from perfect. <laughs> you have so many people that say, oh, you're the cutest couple and yeah. you guys are just perfect. We're not perfect. And Perfect for each other, We're maybe. perfect for each other. <laughs> the thing that I never talked about on radio, we've been doing radio for decades, the things that we never talked about, I never talked about on any podcast or television show, is what I'm about to say. And marriage was made by God, not by people. There's no couple that I know that would stand the test of time without a threesome with God in the middle of it. It just won't happen. And what I mean by that is that when I'm at wit's end, when, when, I'm, when I'm like literally seeing her unravel sometimes, and I just love her, and all I want to do is hug her, and that's the last thing that she wants to do at that moment. Right. So I'm like literally following her saying, babe, I love you. Just <laughs> hug me. She's like Peppy Pew with the cat and the skunk. <laughs> if you watch cartoons years ago, there's this black skunk that looked like a cat and the cat thought it was another cat, but it was a skunk. And it was just getting away from me, you know? Wait, am I the skunk or are you? <laughs> no, I'm the skunk. And you're like, get away from me, man, dude. Get away from me. Give me some space. You smell good today, though. Thank you. But what I, what I, I learned, and it's not something that just happens, we're born sinners. It goes back to Adam and Eve, man. It's like we're all sinners. The beautiful thing is, there's times she's gotten upset with me where we're in a heated moment and I say, babe, and you can use my terminology because it's not mine, it's his. I say, bring it to, let's bring it to the throne. This is way overhead. This is way past my, my, pay, my pay rate. I need help. And there are times she doesn't want to pray, but then she'll break down and she'll just. <sighs> I'm just so full, overwhelmed with emotion. emotion sometimes, whether it's frustration or anger or hurt. Um, and I feel guilty even hearing him say that because it's. I mean, how dare I deny prayer for God you know what? someone that's wanting the to devil, make me baby. feel better. Right, but, but that's, that's why we're talking about this yes. today. Because again, I know I'm not the only one and other people right. offend there. But that's the enemy. See, the enemy doesn't want you to pray. The enemy doesn't want a dynamic duo or couple or business partners that are going to do God's works to be successful. And I'm not talking about financially. I'm talking about in kingdom. Yeah. You know, and so, I'm a spiritual person, and I love people, and I love God, and I love life. So I don't want you guys to think. No, no, no. She's got the most amazing heart. <laughs> but but the point is, is that even after you know, I'm 62 years old, and even after 62 years old, going back to what my daughter said, "Hey, Dad, 
you know, your life looks great, but maybe you should start working on a real relationship <laughs> instead of Dom or Samson or somebody that's a dog. Like, get a human in there. And once that happened, what I realized, and maybe someone could relate to this, I quarantined certain areas of my life to protect my heart. And it's biblical. We should protect our heart at all costs. But there comes a time where God will bring you a blessing. And you need, I'm so sorry, you need to trust him that what he's bringing you is what he says he's bringing you. And it's not only going to be fulfilling, but it's going to grow you up spiritually, psychologically, mm. mentally, emotionally. And that's what we do together. And I wouldn't have it any other way. I mean, all I know is that I probably am going to need some Botox and some <laughs> hair dye in the near future. I mean, she's 17 years younger than I. <laughs> <laughs> and you look amazing in, in any world. But I just adore you, and I acknowledge what God has brought. Yeah. But what God has brought, the enemy wants to destroy. And I'm so grateful that at any one point, if it, no matter which one of us is, the other one, with the grace of God, it's grace. seems to be at the right level to even it back out to reel the other person back in and but that's the learning what she just said is probably mm -hmm. a dry yeah. drop mic moment in this mm -hmm. podcast he'll leave the house and he'll come home with a card and flowers and be like babe it's, it's gonna hard. be okay right. breathe we're good we got this and all of a sudden everything comes back into focus and it's like was I really so upset about X, Y, or Z? Like, does it even matter in the bigger perspective of the world? And maybe it does. Maybe it does matter in the bigger perspective of the world. But at that time, we're able to regroup and, and figure unity. it out together. Create unity with and God. And grow from yeah. whatever, you know, we can admit. I was wrong. I made a mistake. And, and we move forward. And it's not only in your relationships with your spouse, but your with children. family, especially yep. at holidays with family. How many people have wronged you in your family? You're going to see at Christmas. Right. Why, why do people or, drink so much during the holidays? Because they want to medicate themselves mm -hmm. because these ridiculous people are coming over that happen to be bloodline. Yeah. And they're going to be having dinner with you and you want no part of them, but you're going to deal mm -hmm. with it. Maybe this holiday season you can grow. Maybe this holiday season... If God leads you to, with love, operating in his love, mm -hmm. you could bring something that is the white elephant in the room and you can move on so that this Christmas and this New Year's can be the best New Year's and Christmas you've ever had. Yeah, or in especially with parenting, if our kids ever sense there's some source of conflict, we they always, sense it. We always want to show them, like, to work it out right. and that we got each other's back. And they worry about it if, like, is everything okay, Mom? Is everything okay? Right, you? yeah. And you know, because kids, mm -hmm. kids operate, I've said this on my television show, 
Kids care more about how you live your life than what you say. My kids know that I talk for a living, but my kids watch how I live. And if I operate in love and they get peace in their soul, they're good. Yeah. They could sleep good. They're, they're just spiritually, emotionally healthy. Yeah. They feel protected and secure. And might I just add to, um, and this just came to my mind right now, a lot of times we're really hard on ourselves. And you there's an alarming rate of like suicides in this world. Yep. And people have done things that they regret and they feel tremendous amount of guilt for whether it was something they control or they couldn't control and they and they can never get past it and you have to give that grace to yourself agreed agreed and um you have to be whole before you can really give yourself to anybody else i think i'm gonna listen to this podcast because i think i'm learning something (laughs) (laughs) and isn't that the most beautiful thing when you can laugh at yourself and you can be vulnerable enough to share your imperfections with others so that they could not have to make maybe the same mistakes or they can grow but it's a beautiful beautiful thing understand that you know whatever your faith is we live in a, a very we live in a world that you know, there's a lot of evil that's just that's just rampant the terrain of this earth. And we need to keep our armor on. We need to pray. We need two or more, three or more come together. God hears us. You know, faith is what you can't see. But what you believe in, that's what gives you hope. And you feel it. Right? You know what you know what you know. (laughs) You know, a lot of people will say, Peter, um, I'll leave with this. A lot of people will say, Peter, like, why do you always thank God for something that hasn't happened yet? That's faith. I am. I'm prophesizing. (laughs) I'm manifesting. God's blessing. And my lovely wife, Joyce, said it best. It's by God's grace and mercy in favor that you have a beautiful relationship. You have that beautiful life, those children. You know, you know how many people write to me over the years? I've been doing this for a long time. Peter, the doctors told me that we did a test and my baby's going to come back deformed and this and that. And, you know, then all of a sudden they go, they pray, they bring it to the throne. They basically look at all the medical stuff. And medical science is wonderful, but there's one great practitioner and it's him. And when they go with their faith, with, with all they know, and even though they have on paper statistics, blah, blah, blah. And the outcome is good. That's an amazing testimony. And might I even take it a step further? Even when it's not, you still have the opportunity there 
to praise him in the storm. To make it into something meaningful and beautiful. Yeah. Do you know what you just said? Um, for people that have listened to me for a long time on radio, I had an emotional uh, radio segment. I lost a dear friend of mine who taught me how to fly a helicopter, Dave Emmett. And if Mary Emmett is listening, she shout out to her. She owns uh, Plymouth Apple Orchards and she's just the salt of the earth. She's amazing. But Dave, he died at 61 uh, from a brain tumor. And um, not only did he teach me how to live, that man taught me how to die. On his deathbed, I remember I was driving to the lake house. I was on Sleeth, going into Commerce, Michigan. Got a phone call. Mary said, it's time. I think Dave is going to leave. I made a U-turn. I, I took off to Plymouth. I was there in 20 minutes. His kids from the West Coast, East Coast were there. And Dave was still coherent, but he just was tired and groggy. He smiled. He smiled until he took his last breath. He wanted to speak to me alone because he didn't want to leave until he knew that his wife Mary was going to be taken care of. He wanted me to just watch over her. I, when, I, when I came out of the room, I says, Mary, I says, Dave's holding on. You gotta go give him permission. They had such a great marriage. It was up and down, but it was totally going up like the stock market. It was going like this. I said, Mary, he is not gonna go. He's worried about you. She went in there. She had the most amazing half hour last conversation with him. She says, Dave, it's okay. You're tired. Go home. He said to her like five times, are you sure it's okay? Are you sure you're okay? This is here. That's there. This is here. You know, he was going over details and business and finances and, and fond memories. He left love notes to She came back and we all went back in the room and he died like two and a half hours later. That's the amazing spirit to live and the power of love. He wasn't going to go until he knew his soulmate was okay. And I apologize for, you know, I'm just at a beautiful sweet spot in my life. And for a lot of you who have seen me on TV, you know, I'm always strong. I'm always doing fitness exercises, <laughs> climbing walls, this and that. But messages like this mean more to me now than macronutrients or supersets or losing five pounds for the beach. Because when you get right with God, and you grow and you surrender, He will give you everything that your heart desired.
And in the process, it's not the end game, it's actually just the beginning. Because now, I'm going through in a thesis. I'm getting a master's degree in marriage. And guess what? It's going to take me a lifetime to finish it. <laughs> Are you okay with that? I wouldn't have it any other way. <laughs> Before we get too much, we're just going to say it's just a pleasure to be with you. Today was so important. Um, and you got to give this lovely woman, my wife, my queen, my human, um, the reason why we did this, we were on the way home and she said, you know something, this would be a great podcast. Are you willing to, you know, let it all out and just be a little vulnerable, more vulnerable than you usually are? And that's why we did what we did. And uh, we'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear if you like our messaging. Um, we'd love to hear where you're at on your journey. Um, if you like, you know, what you're seeing on YouTube, just click the subscribe button. Uh, follow us on Peter and Nielsen on Facebook or social media or Twitter. You can find us and listen to us on any, <laughs> any platform that you listen to your podcast. iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, you know, Blog Talk Radio. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Um, so we just thank you. We just pray for you. And we just hope that you get out of your own way and allow God to operate in your life. Because he's got a special plan for you. Think about it. Here I am you know, in my early 60s, and I thought that I lived the life of 10 men. And I've written five books. I mean, I've traveled the world, got an international TV show, and um, I'm learning more in the last two years that you and I have been married than I have in decades. But you have to open up your heart. You have to soften your heart. You have to ask God, I surrender, I'm open to your will, not my will. See, my friend used to be really defiant in Brooklyn, New York. I won't mention his name because he'll get pissed off at me. <laughs> but I would always say, hey, dude, if you win God, guess what? You lose. You don't want to win God. You want to maybe take a time out do what I do, go to sleep, sleep on it, let God work on your mm -hmm. heart, wake up, grow, and just embrace the change. One word of wisdom that I've heard that has stuck with me ever since, if you don't know what the right move to make is, be still. Right. Amen, man. That's, that's the word. <laughs> be still. Keep your eyes on me and be still. Amen. Listen, each and every one of you have an amazing week. We hope you enjoy this time together. We sure have. And um, we will be back here next week. Uh, same place, same time. So have a wonderful, wonderful week. God bless each and every one of you. And thank you, Joyce, for being you. Appreciate you. you. Love you too. Love you all. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>